Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. City Red Reaction, Jay Binkley with Nick Price. What up, Big? Dust man is out losing some money in Vegas. Yeah, I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's probably chasing all my parlays, and those never work out too well. But... I mean, I, I doubt he's losing. Hey, I, mean, I wished him good luck, you know. Yeah. That's all you can do, right? Yeah. Hey, we taught you everything here. you need to know, kid. Go yeah. bring back some money for us. going to be good, but he's not here tonight to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs, but Nick Price, my longtime friend. I think it's been a year, man. Yeah, I'm you happy to this... be back with you, man. Oh, man, I appreciate it, man. This is fun. I've been with you the last five years on Monday nights. Oh, yeah. Something like that. So uh took a little time on it there. But uh, I'm still in the post game. I did that till like, I don't know, it was pretty late last night. And this is a lot like an extension of that, but you hear what everybody's saying all day, so it gives hey, you some more time yeah. to sit around and diagnose and digest uh, said game. Not only that, but it gives people 24 hours to cool down a little bit and collect their thoughts and then call in. And then, you know, we take it from there. We take a little bit more of a, I don't want to say a less passionate, but a less heat of the moment kind of reaction. We've gotten to think about it, break down this game, see what the Chiefs need to do to get better after losing to the Bengals. Well, and here, here we are. Here we are. Here we are sitting right here. You know, everybody knows how this works. 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Jay Southland Tow Service text line, 913-586-7610. This call, this show's all about you. It is not about me and Nick. We'll assert our opinions in. You can guarantee you that. But it's been a lot of opinions today on the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, they've been all over the place. Chiefs Twitter is mad. And they're real mad. The bottom line is, this team will lose games. I think people are falling in that trap of uh, no offense here, Nick, but Kansas fans, if you don't make the Final Four, you get a miserable season. And I get that. That's what happens with greatness. Patriots were unsatisfied to their fans even getting to the Super Bowl. They lost it. Those stung. Those Eli Manning games beating Tom Brady, those things stung. But the Kansas City Chiefs are just in this uh, in this weird world of the NFL wanting parity. 
They match everything up for you to be for parody. It's a look back at Marty Schottheimer. Win, great record, then back to normal, great record, back to normal, great record, back to normal. This is what the NFL wants. They do not want a team like the Chiefs going four straight AFC title games. Now it's cool and all that, and they loved it with Tom Brady because people watched. They would love if the Cowboys could do this. Oh, yeah. Do you realize the NFC Good East luck. the last 17 years has had 17 different winners? Really? Yeah, and, and the AFC Makes West sense. is going to be seven straight for the Chiefs. Yeah, it seems That's like not it. good for business, Nick. That's not. They no. love the primetime games of Chiefs and Broncos and Raiders and Chargers because, oh, my, the AFC West is going to be good. And we've already flexed out, already flexed out of a Denver Broncos game I mean, this weekend against the Chiefs. That's just showing how bad the Broncos are this year, you know. The fact that NBC would be like, mm, you know, we love having Patrick Mahomes on primetime. He does crazy stuff, but we really don't want people to have to watch the beatdown that the Chiefs are going to put on the Broncos or at least just the total ineptness of that Broncos offense who couldn't even put up 10 points against, you know, backup quarterback and everything. You got all the opportunities. Anyway, this is not a Broncos show. This is a Chiefs show. And we were talking about it earlier, Bank. Out but it is these, this week's game, and it is the flex right, game. Right, right. Personally, I would have kept it, but go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you know what I would have liked to see them do is instead of putting the Cowboys and the Colts on Sunday Night Football last night, I would have liked to see them with the move and everything. You're like, all right, let's put Chiefs, Bengals up there, or even Dolphins and Niners. I mean, I know Jimmy G ended up getting hurt, but that would have been a better matchup for me. But I think, you know, we were talking about it earlier, Bank. The biggest thing for me that I take away from this game is just – the Chiefs, talent-wise, there's been such a gap over the past four years. It's starting to close, and the Bengals are a damn good football team, and Joe Burrow's a good quarterback, and their coach is good, and they've got all these playmakers and everything, and they seem to be able to do whatever they want on defense, and they're the only team out there that consistently been able to trot out a similar game plan, and Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs just haven't been able to figure it out fully. I mean, they scored 24 points, but... Could have been a lot better. It could have been. And I mean, there was, there was certain things, the fumble, the missed uh, field goal. There was some points in this game where you say, okay, the Chiefs could have won this game. Is Cincinnati that much better than the Kansas City Chiefs? No. Do they know how to beat the Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah. They put a game plan together and, and their players come together, and that, that's football. Fumbling is football. We don't admit it, but, you know, if we got a fumble, we'd have taken it. It's fine. But that's the way that football comes down to just one or two plays, and you never know. But the gap's closing. Like, everybody was thinking Buffalo. Oh, yeah. I said this at the beginning of the year, Nick. When I, when I looked at the schedule, this is the one I wanted, the Bengals game. As I mean, Chiefs this is fan, the one that the Chiefs were circling to, you know. This, this is the, the one. one. This is a – I think it's, you know, at first glance right after the game, it's a little discouraging. You know, you circle a revenge game. You spend all season thinking about this game, and then you come out and lose it like that. But then again, I mean, you know, Carrington and Nate were talking about it in the last show. There's not that same sense of urgency for the entire four quarters – in December, in early December, as there's going to be in January and leading up into February. So I don't I don't take a lot of negative things out of this game. You know, it's two really good teams that played each other, and so far the Bengals got your number. But honestly, just from a football p- fan perspective and everything, yeah, it's fun kicking the crap out of teams all the time, but having a good rival is fun too. And the Bengals are definitely emerging as that top rival for the Chiefs right now. No, you got a team to hate. You got a team in the heat. That's kind of my yeah, question tonight. You both talk a bunch of trash to each other and everything. Yeah. Because every text they got and everything else from people, they hate the Bengals. They hate Joe Burrow and his smiling little face. I got a bunch of those memes. It looks like Macaulay Culkin. Met, oh, yeah. I don't know. Jeffrey Dahmer or whatever the combination. Yeah. Home Alone 6. Yeah. Right. Joe Burrow. But I said this. Joe Burrow's better than Justin Herbert. Nobody wanted to listen to me. Oh, no doubt. Because when he was in the league, I was like, I'll take Burrow over Herbert. And it was met with, oh, my God, that's stupid. Seriously, that was met with, that's stupid. 
Reminded me when I wanted Mahomes over Deshaun Watson. That, that's stupid. Well, then what happened? That's what you got to ask yourself. Then what happened? Well, I, I would take Joe Burrow over Justin Herbert. And listen, Allen's fantastic. And I'm not I'm not closing the book on him. If he gets a Super oh, Bowl this great. year, whatever he could. But if Burrow finds a way to get to the Super Bowl again, he's better than Josh Allen. And technically, he's got better passing numbers because he's number two in passing behind Patrick Mahomes. But he's the enemy. And the way the Bengals protected him, they, it was a good, good game plan. And I was afraid of that because, like, the Chargers game, remember the Chargers, the second time they played him is up and down the field they moved, did anything they wanted on the defense. Then Mike Williams gets hurt, right? Then he leaves and so that physical wide receivers out. Chiefs were able to pin their ears back and rush the quarterback that got to him five times. Well, fifth most sacks in the NFL belonged to the Cincinnati Bengals. The Chiefs were actually fourth, and I've heard they were fifth in the NFL no, they were actually fourth this week in sacks. They were tied for fifth, but I'm giving them fourth because they were actually, there's only three better teams in the NFL at sacking the quarterback than the Kansas City Chiefs. It defied logic how they couldn't get the burrow, but a lot of quick hitters, physical wide receivers, and that was my problem with them. They've got a bunch of Mike Williams. They've got a bunch oh, yeah. of Mike Williams to play, and that they gives got dudes. the Chiefs fits. They got dudes, you know. They got a lot of playmakers out there. They got a bunch of big physical guys, like you're saying, and I mean, just talking about the quarterbacks, we've been talking about it already, Herbert, Allen, Burrow, Mahomes, and it reminds me a lot of the previous generation of quarterbacks that we had in the AFC of Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Phillip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, these guys are all, you know, all pro-level quarterbacks out there, and they're all going to be, they're going to have each other's numbers on any given day. And so far, Joe Burrow is the only one that hasn't lost to Patrick Mahomes. I mean, who, who's so they, that's public enemy number one right yeah. now. And I worry a little bit. They put a good offensive mind with Justin Herbert. It's what they should have done instead of Brandon Staley. It's right. what they should have gone. Instead of the one-year defensive coordinator with the Rams, they should have gone for an offensive mind, even though he Brandon played college quarterback back at Dayton a long time ago. But he's been a defensive guy. And you pair him with the right quarterback. There's some people saying, well, that's what he Well, I hope not. Being an AFC West, hey, keep what you got going forward. Because right. all three head coaches in the AFC West besides Reed have never been in the playoffs, zero playoff wins. And Dusty and I talk about that every week, but I mean, that's why you see the continued success of the chiefs in the division, you know, despite the loss this week and everything, they're still in control of the AFC West. And it's because everybody wants to talk about the quarterbacks. They want to talk about all the shiny new toys that everybody gets in free agency and all that, all the edge rushers, wide receivers, whatever. Chiefs got the best head coach in the division. No question about it. It's not even close. I mean, fifth all time in wins, third all time in coaching uh, playoff victories. Yeah, if he gets two more, he's number two all time behind Bill Belichick. But as I mentioned, the show's not ours; it's yours. It's your show. Dusty say that a bunch. I've heard you say this a bunch. Not our show; it's yours. We got a couple callers on the line right now. Let's go to the phone lines nine one three five eight six seven six ten. You're talking to Jay Binkley and Nick Price. Let's go to the phone and talk to Batman. What's up, Batman Lawrence? Batman, you know what? Uh, when the Batman, the Batman has to call to be. It's an honor to be on the same show with the icon of six ten, and that's the Bankster. And I'm telling you that uh, there's. I got a couple things that I have to say. Uh, number one, uh, Rock Chalk Jayhawks, we go Liberty Bowling. And then number, <laughs> that's all right. That's allowed. That's allowed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and, and, and I got to tell you that big red, yeah, why would anybody question big red? Okay. The deal of it is, is he's getting uh, the, he's getting the kingdom ready for the ring. I mean, he does these things. He divides the, the season in the quarters. He does his thing. He's 
part of the red machine. So I never, I have no problem with that. And the other thing is, you know, Jamar Chase, he's talking, he's talking smack, and, and he should be talking about the referees letting him get away with that offensive, those hands that he uses every time he makes a big play on it. And that always gets on my nerves. No, he anyway, didn't. I'm it. trying to get it. You know what I mean? Big, that, that gets on the It was annoying. Nerves. It was annoying. It was almost annoying to me. As almost the, every time as on the, every replay, you can see him push off twice. It's the roughing you the know? passer. This most inconsistent uh, thing. It's, just, and then you it's a terrible rule. In the roughing the passer, even Andy Reid's like wondering, you know, what, what's going on here? What, what are we doing here? And then what are got, we doing you here? Got people, you know, you got people complaining about our, uh, our pressure. Well, you know, George Boris Karloftis was going to plant him, and I've never seen a quarterback hook slide back there like that to get away from getting just planted. I mean, that, that was blatant, you know what I mean? That, that play was uncalled for. But, but I'm just saying, we had a, a discussion on the 55-yard field goal, okay? Well, you know, that, that's part of what the coach does. I mean, he's just situational. It's conditional. It all depends on, you know, what he feels like doing it because this is all practice until the real season starts. That's the playoffs. The ring is all we care about. We're going to get a, we got to get a ring for, for the players that we have on this team. It's an honor to watch them play because we're, we're in a time when, when you're seeing some of the best that ever played the game playing in KC. And that's, that's, that's an honor. So anyway, I, you know, we got to, we got to go ahead. I, I'm telling you the, what the hit that Carlos, that, that's seasonal. That's one of the best hits of the season. And that's the way we got to play on every play. The, the way Dick Butkus used to play. I mean, <laughs> you know, it was incredible. Yeah. yeah good stuff. That's nice little throwback there. Uh, Batman. Yeah. But you know, what can I say? Dick, but come on. And so, uh, all I can say, and then, like I was saying, Jamar Chasen is, he, he's trying to do some kind of thing. I, I mean, it's blatant, and then you got to look at that play. Uh, just have Coach Andy throw the flag down and let him check that play out before the big um, It's big one of those non-reviewable like things. You. It's got to be it the officials doing that before. That's something you talked to him before the game with, Batman. You go, hey, watch him push off. Because they did call it. Like, they did call uh, it, yeah, and they will call it. What, but not when it was important when when he made the catch. They caught, you know they called it on that other time. But Jamar but Chase, saying, Jamar Chase has owned the Kansas City play. Chiefs. I mean, you, he, know, they, you know what I'm saying. It's all part of of what you know. The, the coach, know, all our coaches are are like they're state of the art. They're great. Yeah. And and it's taken time for Andy to get this stuff together. I mean, I, I depend on anything he does. I'll, I'll swim in the above ground pool anytime. <laughs> so anyway, we got to. <laughs> We got to take care of business with the rest of what we got to do with the division. Not get any of our players injured, but I still, you got to keep the machine oiled. Let them play. Let it, you know. Let them get a lead. Rest the players. We can already start doing that because we're in the playoffs no matter what. Automatically. Good That's, stuff, you know, Batman. Right? Yeah, I mean, what's what Chester used to say? The, the winning machine keeps the the clothes clean. The winning machine keeps the clothes clean. I forgot what it was, but Chester used to call it. Nick and I will go over the divisional opponents for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs the rest of the way out and yeah it'd be hard pressed not to take the Chiefs schedule when I give you the schedules of the remaining teams which is good for the Kansas City Chiefs it is good for the Kansas City Chiefs going forward if you want your fifth straight AFC title game at Arrowhead they got to win the first round of the playoffs though hopefully they'll have a break then they got to win one but we know Andy Reid's success after the bye it's unbelievable but again you know they Playoffs here in Kansas City get that home field advantage, and again, there is some 
losses on these schedules. It's we'll not. Get a, we'll get yeah, It's not out of the question. I mean, you know, any given Sunday, but also just looking at it, you know, it's not a cakewalk for any of these teams. No, it's not. There's going to be some interesting games going forward. Let's go to uh, Pratt in Lee Summit. What's up, Pratt? Hi, I'm doing good. Uh, just a little upset with the last uh, yesterday's game. Uh, it's just, ups- uh, you know, frustrating to see. Deep down, I know that we, we are good enough team to beat Bengals, but every time are we come so Are close, we, though? Are we, though? Do you, do you truly feel well, like the Chiefs are better than the Bengals? Well, there's one concern I would really need to address. Like, uh, we need to address uh, Harrison Butker. Should we just keep uh, giving him long field goals? He has missed quite a few a lot. And we, we talk about the Buffalo Bills uh, uh, divisional round game. And we need to look at that uh, he also left a point on the table on that game. We can't have that going forward. If you're play, playing and if playoff starts tomorrow, we most likely be going through uh, Buffalo Bills, and we will have to uh, take care of the uh, Bengals, both of the teams. And we can't keep leaving points on the table. And it's just going to come down to that, the small, small things we have to do it right. It's just, I feel that, you know, offensively we are fine. Uh, defense need to get, uh, get to a quarterback a little bit more often than not. But uh, I feel like that we should have, like, you know, uh, yesterday at least we should have not fumbled or at least made the field goal game, uh, field goal. It's just frustrating to see every time you maybe 2020 is not our year to beat Bengals. Maybe 2023 might be. So we'll see what yeah. happens. I'm with you, man. I'm I'm 100% with you. You know, let's see what happens with the Chiefs. But I'll be honest with you. This whole this whole thing about the the Chiefs can't get to the quarterback. Are you here? You got to separate yourself sometimes from fact and fiction. You actually have to look at the numbers and understand and watch the games. The Chiefs had 13 sacks in the last three games going in there. And you'd be shocked, but the Chiefs were fourth in the NFL in sacks. They had a horrible game. That's what I'm saying. They should have gotten to Joe Burrow. They're giving it to get the most sacks last year. They're fifth in the NFL giving up sacks this year. The Chiefs were fourth in the NFL. All they hear is, we got no pass rush. We got no pass rush. Guess what? There's 28 other teams that have a worse pass rush than you. Yeah, yeah, which is surprising, right? Because Very you look at the Chiefs and you think about pass rush, you think, you know, DNs. Like, those guys are probably racking up, like, 9, 10, 12 sacks or something like that. But that's not how the Chiefs are doing it this year. They're mixing it in with corner blitzes, linebackers, all that kind of stuff, and it's been working. And they just, I mean, you know, going back to Batman's call, I'd like to see a little bit more physicality, like Carlos Dunlap's been able to show in his limited snaps this year. To me, that was a tackle of the year. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, the, that was a huge play. Because that, that should have brought that big memories. The Bengals doing this Tyree kill, right? Yeah. That's the kind of momentum building. Chiefs exactly. get the ball second half, and I was like, oh, man. Oh, man. They I, just won this game. Like, deep down, I thought they won the game when Dunlap makes that play because I really thought the Bengals could have put seven more on the board. And that's the thing, though, is that you need more of those momentum-swinging plays from the defense moving forward. And, I mean, Pratt makes a great point. Special teams have been shaky this year, man. Like most people think, oh, you know, great offense. Hey, the defense is better. You know, like they're fourth in the league in sacks, all this stuff. But special teams is a big part of it. And I've heard Carrington talk about this on the drive before. But when you have a special teams that is as shaky as the Chiefs has been over the course of this season, that always comes back to bite you in the playoffs. I really thought Pacheco was going to return one, though, speaking of special teams. Oh, but, yeah. But the Butker thing I get, here's the thing. Butker, I said, he's been hurt all year. Well, man. I, I, like, said I don't this think last he's time. right. Like, they tried Amandola. Didn't work out. Yeah. They brought in Matthew Wright for, for right. a cup of coffee. Okay. 
But, you know, Butker gives Butker's you best option. But on fourth and seven, I probably let Mahomes take care of the magic because they're so good on third down. They're so good on fourth down. That was the number one team in the NFL on fourth down was the Kansas City Chiefs. And with Butker being inconsistent and missing the extra points, yeah, he hit a 62-yarder this year. That's, that's great. Yeah, sure. But you got to hit a 55-yarder. Me, personally, I would have trusted Mahomes on fourth and seven and Butker. And don't get me wrong. I mean, Butker is one of the greatest kickers this franchise has ever 100%. seen. 100%. You know? And he's had an incredible career so far. And I'm not saying by any means that it is coming to an end in Kansas City for Harrison Butker. The big thing is, is he got hurt in week one. And he hasn't been as nails as he has been in the past. You know, it used to be you line up a 53-yarder. You know, yeah, he's going to make this nine times out of ten. But he's missing at a different clip than he used to. And I think that he's probably got a little bit of that lingering injury, or maybe he's had to change something up to try to, you know, work his way back into action. But the biggest thing, like you just said, Bank, you nailed it on the head, is you pay this quarterback $500 million, half a billion dollars, yeah, because you trust him to make those plays. You trust him to make those plays. Matthew Wright was here, and I think we kind of liked him. He did miss that one That's field good. goal. I mean, he's still playing. Who's he playing for now? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. He yeah. was two for four with Pittsburgh, uh, his first game with them, but. He showed up since then. He's three for three, three for three, and four for four. Yeah. So he's made his last 10 field goal attempts, uh, and he's made all his extra points since he's been in Pittsburgh. But that was the option because you always look at your options. Because if you say, I want someone to go, well, give me three to five names of guys you want. Right. Because I've heard that about Orlando Brown all the time. Well, give me three to five names of guys you would have taken. I'll hear that. Like, I will talk to you and have the argument. If you can get me what you do instead of in the at the end of the season – going out and getting somebody to remedy the situation. You just can't do it. It's a pie-in-the-sky dream. I mean, I get it. As far as Orlando Brown goes, I mean, I just don't think you pay him that money no, after this they, year. He, he keeps you know, losing you, money. You, you're better off going and getting similar production out of somebody well, who's going to make a fourth of the money. That, you know? He's given more pressures than anybody in the NFL. Yeah, and you can't have that, man, especially from a highly paid guy like that. I mean, if you're going to spend a lot, uh, a large percentage of your salary cap on one position, and that position is to protect your Biggest hit on the salary cap, which is Patrick Mahomes, that guy's got to be locked down. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not throwing the guy under the bus right now, but I'm just having a realistic conversation that you cannot throw that kind of money at Orlando Brown. On the Harrison Bucker thing, I'm cool with Harrison Bucker. He's been really good for the Chiefs for a really long time, and I think he will continue to be. But you got to think about it a little bit with him missing some of those longer field goals at a higher percentage than he used to. Maybe that changes your game plan a little bit. Maybe you actually just say, you know what? We're going to go for it on this fourth and short, and we're going to keep it in our best players' hands. Another thing, too, while we're on coaching bank, I think they got to run the football a little bit more earlier in games. Pacheco shows some burst. And yesterday, you know, they've, they're doing the whole thing that they did last year. Bengals are sending three. They're getting pressure. And they're dropping eight back. The way you got to beat that is running the football. And they started doing that, like, as the game went on. I'd just like to see us – not stick so much to the script necessarily and play a little bit more towards what the game is given the chiefs on a, any given Sunday, you know? Well, it's all things to consider, but again, you know, I keep hearing this, you know, we're just bringing somebody in the Harrison Becker. That's fine. But again, like you said, he's, you he's a chiefs legend. Yeah. You got to roll, roll with what you got at this point. Yeah. I do think the coaching is better. I mean, obviously they could run against the Bengals. They were showing that they could do with that. But the hindsight is the, the Brown and Wiley have given up the most pressures. Guess who's giving up the third fewest sacks in the NFL? The Kansas City Chiefs. Mm -hmm. So if I'm their agent, I'm putting this and say, wait, 
we get we know the reason. And it's if, Mahomes. I'm, if I'm the Chiefs, I'm saying it's Mahomes. He's it's a magic Mahomes. man. He's not going down, you know. But still, I mean, they've got some things to work on, and ultimately, it's not that bad of a thing to have a loss on December fourth like this that makes you open your eyes and say, hey, we got to get better in these three areas if we want to beat a team like that in the playoffs. We'll take a timeout. You're talking the red reaction. Jay Binkley, Nick Price with you. 913-586-7610. Big T, Dan, or you. Are you concerned about the Bengals? And we'll get in the final segment. We'll start looking at these schedules of these competitor teams because I'll take the Chiefs schedule over these other teams. You could be looking at the fifth straight AFC title game right over there. We're back after this. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. You can say Nick Price. I do that every this time. This is your guys' show. Eventually, they're just going to put me on the actual recording, and then I won't have to waste my breath before every segment. But, you know, it's your show, just a man. small fish in a big pond right it's now. It's your and Dusty so. show, man. Yeah, because I keep putting my name on it. You're an entrepreneur in this world? Oh, yeah. This is your chance to shine. The mic is yours. All I got is Monday nights, man. Sorry. Wouldn't want to Wouldn't want to spend it with anybody else. Well, though. technically, I have it just Sunday nights. <laughs> Hey, well, I'm happy to have you here on a Monday Sunday, night. Sunday, Monday me. crew. Yeah. I love all the guys on Monday nights, but, you know, every once in a while, a uh, fresh new face, you know? But nice. This is all about the kingdom. This is all about the Chiefs fans. 27-24 loss to the Bengals. And, yes, it is getting rather annoying saying that. But it is maybe time to give the respect. And can you honestly say, can the Chiefs be number one without fault every year? And you say, okay, well, the Chiefs can't lose a the game. There's no way the Chiefs can't lose a game. Is that what you say? Because this is the NFL where parity reigns supreme. And saying that is tough to recognize that other teams have been gunning for the Kansas City Chiefs and their draft selections, free agency moves, and everything to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. This is the culmination of what happens. Here's my thing, too. My dad just texted me. Shout out, Mike. Uh, but Shout out, know, Mike. Yeah, Mike's listening, as always, on Monday night. And he texted me and he said, you know what? The Chiefs had one of the toughest schedules in the NFL, if not the toughest schedule going into it. And... If you would have told me before the season that the Chiefs would finish 14 and 3 or 13 and 4, I bet you a lot of people would be happy with that. Based off of how tough that schedule was when you were looking at it back when the schedule first dropped over the summer. You're like, "Man, that is a gauntlet of a start." And, the rest and it only of the gets schedule, easier. Yeah, it does. It but, only gets easier. That was the toughest game that you had left on your schedule and you had a chance to win it and you didn't. So get better from it, take care of business, and one of these other teams might end up dropping a game and you might be hosting your Fourth straight AFC title game? Fifth. Fifth. Yeah, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about the schedules later. Denver's the next opponent for the Kansas City. I will say this, though. They have a very good defense. They give up the second fewest points a game. I saw it on Twitter like a couple weeks ago where they, if the Broncos scored 18 points and have four more victories, well, it's up to six now. Yeah. Like if the Broncos would have scored at least 18 points, they would have six more wins and have the same record as the Kansas City Chiefs. They just can't score. Their let's offense ride. Sucks. Let's ride. Yeah, let's ride. Let's ride. No, let's do high knees on the airplane and everything. Go out there and score nine points. Let's I mean, ride. Come on. But, well, uh, they suck. What's the division? Yeah. Chiefs have won 13 straight. The last quarterback to beat him with Denver is Peyton Manning. He's yeah, and it ain't thing. happening this year. Let's go back to the phone lines. Talk to, uh, well, it's 913-586-7610. Again, this is your show, not ours. Let's go to Big T and Shawnee. What's up, Big T? Hey, 
Bink. Thanks for taking my call, man. You and you and Nick, and a lot of good stuff tonight. Uh, Bink uh, coming off the bench doing some pit, pinch hitting for the dust man. Yeah. Bink used to, used to be the cleanup hitter. See how things are changing. <laughs> so got to do what I do, man. Bink. Yeah, you do, man. Uh, and that's what was going on with these Chiefs. I think what stings and low and reasonably low Cincinnati the most, and I'm sure the team feels really worse because you know how they are about pay- payback time, and they. You could tell they had that game circled. They wanted to take care of business, but it just went in the card. Cincinnati has our number, baby, but that's okay. We're nine and three. They played tough. That's the real picture there. They got the eye on the the bigger picture. You're going to talk about that schedule, Bank, and you know uh, Seattle's the only team on that on that schedule with the winning record. We got some divisional games, then we got Houston. But Seattle, they got a good offense, but they don't have no defense. They won't be able to stop us. And they're but coming on here on Christmas Eve, man. Little Kansas yeah, City magic. That's going to be awesome, man. We're all going to be partying that night, waiting for Santa Claus to come, party it up. Yeah, big. That's that's great. I'm glad you put that out there. But man, if we just stay the course, you know, no game is given in the NFL. But if this team just stays the course, we'll be all right. We'll be all right because all I want for Christmas is that number one seed and for that special teams to get their S together, if you know what I'm talking. No, I'm with you, BT. I think we'll be fine. Kickers will miss, but, boy, I was pissed last night about that. But it's just been kind of an elephant in the room. I talked about that last night all year long. And you just don't want to see this happen. So these five games, we clean this up. They will. We're looking for the playoffs as a bigger picture. That number one seed, get it together. And I was listening to Mitch Holst tonight. He had the big dog, Travis Kelsey. (laughs) Well, yeah, Travis Kelsey. He asked him a question. He said, how does this team move forward and get better? And for, you know, Travis Kelsey, he's just such the baddest mofo in the league. He answered, I for Cal Billy, I got to do better. That's why this guy's a badass and he's a leader. He'll do fine. He was battling for those extra yards. He just he says, we got to clean it up. The team will clean it up. We're, we got to play harder. We all just got to have accountability and play better. The tackles will be fine. You mentioned those the numbers, but we got the lead sacks. Patrick Mahomes makes a lot of that happen. But boy, we got to clean some stuff up. We got to keep this tight. And and, and Bink, you know, uh, how about this weekend? Denver, their, their, their favorite number used to be 13, but it's not going to be no more. Their favorite number is going to be 14. Everybody out there, Denver fan, you listening, Donkey? Because the Chiefs are coming home. They're pissed. They should have won the game that they didn't win. And they're going to be gunning for Denver. That's a divisional game. Let's go out and eat some donkey ass. And as always, let's go Chiefs. Good stuff, Big T. Hey, yeah, the Kelsey thing. I mean, where would this team be without him? I mean, come on, he's the greatest of all time. I don't care. I actually asked Michael Irvin last because phone. of the Golden. I say, is Travis Kelsey? I hear this argument coming out again. Is it possible I can say Travis Kelsey's underrated? Because I'll be honest with you, no, straight up, like, he gets talked about like, oh, he's a great player and everything. But do you know how good he is? He's good, but George Kittle's better. Well, he's he's have, a better blocker. He's going to have seven Herder. straight seasons. Of a thousand yards. Gonzalez only had four one thousand yard seasons, but they weren't all consecutive. Greg Olson did it three times in a row. That was the record. So he's taken the record, doubled it, and he's gonna add to it. You know, 33 100 yard games, most in NFL history. There's no argument. You have the greatest player of all time at that position playing for you. He tried to get some extra yards, he fumbled. That, that's, that, fine. that's stuff that happens. I, I don't have any problem with that, Bink, because you wouldn't be where you are without Travis Kelsey. No way. It's like, you know. You can't get mad when Patrick Mahomes throws a pick. You can be a little frustrated that it happened, you know, but you can't get mad at the guy because you wouldn't be anything without Patrick Mahomes. You wouldn't be anything without 87. So I ain't got any problem with Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, 
Keep your head up, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Well, he's the number one receiver. You know, people say, well, did the Chiefs have a true number one? I'll be honest with you. They need to get more touchdowns from the other guys. Yeah. They haven't had a wide receiver touchdown since, what, the first quarter of the Jacksonville game? You know, it's been a minute. Juju's been banged up. I think he's that guy. If you're looking in that wide receiver room, he's that guy. He can be that guy. But I'm just saying, Travis Kelsey has more yards than any tight end or wide receiver in the NFL since 2016. That is ridiculous. That's insane. Yeah, and it's the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. Where would this team be without the greatest of all time? Because that's what he is. He is the greatest of all time. We're a debate to call in. We can because yeah, I mean, you know, light these phone lines up because I'll I got twenty five minutes left in this show and I will gladly defend Travis Kelsey being the greatest of all time. And we haven't really heard much about that because I think people understand you know where this team would be if you didn't have Kelsey. Would you have all the wins that you know? No. And he's fine. He takes accountability, but. He's a good leader. It's great. He's a leader. That's what yeah. he is. He's taking accountability for it. I don't think he has to, to be honest with you. Don't think he has to at all. It's not his fault they lost that game. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Dan and KCK. What's up, Dan? Hey, Ben Kay, Nick, how you doing? Yeah, I'm over right now with the game. You know, I thought the defensive line would dominate, but that's the way it goes. It'll work itself out. And I agree, Kelsey's the greatest of all time. So, uh, you know, I, and I was going to tell you something, Binky, you know, I, I, I like to see more uh, more blitzes out of Spagnolo, you know, see what he can do. It'll, it'll work itself out, and the special teams will be I, better. I think, Dan, I'm to stop you for a second, thing. I think what limited was the physical wide receivers of the Bengals. Again, I'll go back to Chargers game. Mike Williams leaves, they pinned their ears back and went after him. But I think they were afraid to leave single coverage a lot on these these Cincinnati receivers. That's why you didn't see the second. Uh, yeah, right. They're, they're, they're yeah. the kings of secondary blitzes. They're the kings of blitzing outside of the front four. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Bink. Yeah, uh, I'm watching the Saints and Buccaneers. I think eight wins might win the division for the NFC South. And uh, I hear uh, uh, Troy Aikman and uh, Joe Buck say that uh, the Bournemouth still could get to the Super Bowl, even Jimmy G's out with the season with Brock Purdy. What are your thoughts on that, guys? <laughs> Brock Purdy, eh? thank you for the call, Dan. I, San Francisco, man, that's a – Hey, you lose, you lose your starting quarterback. I mean, and Jimmy, what he's supposed to be, is supposed to be Trey hey, Lance. You lost your to start starting quarterback and your backup quarterback at this point. But can but Brock pretty lead them to the promised land? They do have the number one defense in the NFL. They're going to have to rely on that number one defense, and they're going to rely on the running game. Straight up, man, I think, Bink, you could be pretty successful running quarterback in that offense. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, it's a lot of short passes. It's a lot. It, it's a scheme, you know? It kind of works with anybody. And you saw Brock Purdy go out there and play pretty well the other day. But as far as, you know... When we're looking at the Chiefs and we're looking at, you know, the D-line and getting pressure and all of that, the biggest thing for me is, like you said, it's you got a lot of young corners and you got a lot of inexperienced guys who have high upside, but they're going to take some time to really become the luxurious needs of the world and everything like that. You don't necessarily want to leave them on an island, but at the same time, if you're not getting any pressure, you can't force these guys to go up against Jamar Chase and T Higgins and Tyler Boyd and all these guys and expect them to guard them for four or five seconds. You've you got to get pressure. to them from the front. Yeah. You, you know, you have to you get have to them to. from the front because you can't sacrifice blitzing at times. Yeah. And I mean, like it, it's the thing, like they were talking about it on the Nate Taylor show tonight. There's two ways to go about attacking a good quarterback. And it's either you get pressure and you force them to throw it a little bit earlier than they want to. Or you have to have such good corners that are able to hold on for a half a second longer in order to allow the front four to get pressure. And yesterday, the Chiefs just didn't do that. Yeah, They just weren't able to do it. And I don't think that anything's really changed. It's just some days 
you're outmatched. And I think they were outmatched yesterday. Here's uh, back to Kelsey for a second. Um, he he's going to have seven straight years because he's at nine sixty eight now. So what, thirty two yards, and, yeah, and he'll he's get over that a thousand first quarter next week. Gonzalez had four one thousand yard season again, not consecutive. Gronk had four, not consecutive. Jason Witten four, non consecutive. Shannon Sharp had three, non consecutive. This dude's about to have seven in a row. And you go back, 2019 was fourth in the NFL in receiving, first in the AFC. Okay, 2020 second in the NFL behind Stephon Diggs. So not only is he a tight end, he just revolutionized everything, and that is the number one receiver. But I would like to see more production from the other guys. But you know our number, 913-586-7610. It's not our show. It is yours. Nick, uh, Nick Price in here producing the operation. Give us a call. We still got time to, uh, to chew on some things. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. That's Nick Price. I'm Jay Binkley. Dustman is coming back from Vegas. That's where yeah. he's Yeah. Well, residing. I mean, maybe not, man. He might hit some bets and just stay out there. He might. Let it ride. What I wouldn't time, be mad at you, Dustin. What time is Jefferson's close? Uh, 10 o'clock. You need a shrimp pole boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We got time. Hey, we got a new location opening up. I know, man. 87th Look at you. and Lackman Look out in uh, Lenexa. Look at you expanding little yeah. Jefferson's action. Little, we got the uh, toy drive kid. coming up. The Cody yes, Gold sir. toy drive Yeah, Cody and Gold. December 13th. Jefferson's North Kansas City. Come on out. Uh, all, we're going to be donating 10% of our sales during that time That's to awesome. the Boys and Girls Club. How about that? And all the toys and everything that we get. And it's just cool. It's fun to see the guys from Cody and Gold go get drunk and do a little bad Santa thing. Are they going to wear the Santa suit? Oh, I think so. That's what we did last year. So, I mean, that's a requirement on my end. You got to bring that Santa suit. I'll put it on if we need to, but. Yeah. I once did it at the company party for two years. You'd be a good Santa. Yeah, they made me stop. I got a little handsy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Bad no, Santa. actually, it's not true, but they would not let uh, anybody sit in my lap. That's that probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was the rule. That's let's, probably fine. Let's go to the phone lines, 913-586-7610, and talk to Gino. What's up, Gino? Well, I was wondering if I could make a comment about the 49ers, or do you want me to keep it about the Chiefs? You can go and say let's do you both. Okay. Well, first of all, um, I was looking at the 49ers situation. I thought, well, there's only a couple teams in the NFC that could win the NFC, the Eagles, Cowboys, and 49ers. And then what I was thinking might happen, happened. You look at that 49ers team, what a great, great offense. And then you go, George Kittle might get injured. Uh, Debo Samuel might get injured. Uh, McCafferty might get injured. Jimmy Garoppolo might get injured. And of all those guys, the one that can't afford to lose the most, gets injured. So what do you do? I was talking to a friend of mine today, to two friends. And I, actually, I, I, I was talking to Big T from Shawnee, and he's going, oh, my God, uh, 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 Baker Mayfield, no, no, no. He says, don't even talk about it. You know, it's, it, you know you're bringing me down. And I said, That's where he could end up. Here, here's, here's my take on it. You got no downside here. What you do, you let him clear waivers because nobody's going to pay him, I don't think. But you call him and you say, this is Shanahan on the phone, and here's what we need for you to do. You come in here, you shut your mouth, and you listen. We've got the finest offensive mind on earth, and you listen to him, and you sit back, and you try to learn the offense, and you just stay cool and, and act like a big boy. And in three or four weeks, 
with a week or two left in the season or maybe in the playoffs or whatever it ends up being, you might get to play football and you might be in a playoff game and you might be able to take us deep into playoffs. The upside for you is you might be somebody again. The downside is nothing because you got nothing and you're nobody and you may never play again. Can you act your age just for this one time when you need to? Now, the downside for the 49ers is that this guy acts like an idiot. Well, you don't pay him anything. And, of course, he's going to agree to this. And if he doesn't agree to it, if he starts acting like a prima donna, then you don't make the deal. But the, 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 the upside is that he's probably going to shut his mouth and be a good boy. If, if, if uh, Odell Beckham can behave himself on the Rams for a season, then I'm, I'm wondering if maybe this guy can't behave himself for the 49ers. And I, I'm not even saying bring him in there and start him. Let Brock Purdy uh, play for a little while. But you know what happens with these rookie quarterbacks? Sometimes you put guys like this in, and you've seen this before, Bink. You put them in, and they look good the first week, maybe the first week and the second week. But then, you know, gravity starts to, to, to you know, come into play, and reality starts, and these teams start planning for these guys, and they don't play that well. I was amazed at how well Brock Purdy played. And then I said to myself, is he going to do that week after week? And I don't know he may, but I don't think so. I think the 49ers have no chance as presently constituted, no chance to win the NFC. I think if they claim Baker Mayfield, they have a very, very small chance of possibly uh, contending to win the NFC championship. At his best, at his very best, if he can get his head screwed on straight, listen to the coach, there is a small chance that he can be a precision, short pass, low chance you know uh high uh what am i trying to say a game what i'm trying to say yeah game Basically, manager that's all they need and, and let shanahan and that defense that defense is killer that defense is healthy for the most part let that defense and 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 baker mayfield throwing short passes and hitting those those uh open receivers and and mccaffrey let them get you they might be able to beat all those teams in the nfc now i'm talking along the the, the lines of five ten percent chance but without him they got no chance i don't think so that, that that's my take on that and if, if if i've got one more just one more second i'll switch over to 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 the tight ends and i'll ju- i'll just say this i love travis kelsey but i'm old enough to have watched tony gonzalez and i'll say this if you can imagine tony gonzalez playing with uh, uh, with our boy, uh, with, with, with Andy Reid and Mahomes. Uh, Gonzalez had the second most receptions, not of any tight end, but any of any player that ever lived. He had the best hand-eye coordination of any player that ever lived. I, he caught with his hands. I never saw him drop a pass. He, he caught uh, passes like a basketball player, and he, he was incredible. He was faster than Tony, although not as good with the ball. I can only imagine what he might have been like. So when comparing Travis Kelsey to the guy with 1,500 receptions, the second most catches in the history of the NFL, let's not forget about who Tony Gonzalez actually was, and he did all that for the most part. Yeah, let's also not forget the two of the years that he had 1,000 yards came with Alex Smith. Yeah, well, yeah, so there, so there you have it. Even when he gets up to – It didn't matter, high, Alex Smith know, or Patrick Mahomes. It didn't matter. This guy still put up 1,000 yards. Yeah, yeah, so, so, so even when he had Andy Reid with Andy Reid's lower-grade quarterback, who is still, you know, like the best game manager ever, but not, not even uh, uh, Mahomes, I mean, he would have been incredible. And if you see the film 
on this guy if you're not old enough to have remembered him. He was incredible and may have been the, the greatest tight end in history, including Travis Kelsey. It's certainly worth discussion. Good stuff, yeah. Batman. I think uh, I think Tony G is definitely part of that discussion. I think that it's you know it's Kelsey Gronk and Tony G. That's the top three. Yeah, that, so listen. He, certainly, the quarterback play's been better when you have Alex Smith, the Patrick Mahomes sure. compared to what what they had in the past. But and it's a different game. But a lot of these quarterbacks that are not great use the tight end as dump offs, mm-hmm. and you can build up your numbers sometimes without great quarterbacks. You know, and for Mahomes to take a tight end and make him a great player, I mean, that, this is unusual. When a great quarterback, instead of like Manning, listen, Dallas Clark was good, but he wasn't Reggie Wayne and Marvin Harrison. You know what I'm saying? So, going to keep all this in perspective. We'll take a time when we come back. Let's look at some of these schedules uh, for these teams. I'll tell you exactly why the Chiefs look great. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. <laughs> this cracks me up every time. Every time. Jay Binkley, Nick Price with you. The top seven seeds, Bills, Chiefs, Ravens, Titans, Bengals, Miami Dolphins. I love they're getting there, the sixth seed, and the New York Jets, the seventh seed. I would like to point out one more thing. Like, Gonzalez did play with Matt Ryan in his prime. Oh, yeah. He never had a 1,000-yard season with uh, Matt Ryan in Atlanta. And keep this in mind. You may laugh about Matt Ryan now, but he was once the National Football League MVP. And he went to a Super Bowl so and blew it. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Now, if we want to go the Buffalo Bills, as sit as the number one seed in the NFL right now as we sit, their remaining schedule. Jets, Miami, Chicago, Cincinnati, New England. All those teams, Nick, are formidable except for Chicago. Yeah. I mean, Chicago can put up points. I don't think they, they can keep up with them. I mean, the Jets already beat them once this year. So did Miami. So did Miami. And, and the, then but they get those teams uh, at home. But Cincinnati. But they play at Cincinnati, and that's the one right that's there. That's tough, man. Because if you're sitting there and you slip up, because the Bengals have four losses, but they have to head the head over the Chiefs. Right. The uh, Buffalo Bills have three losses, but head the head over the Chiefs. So, yes, it's great that one of these teams has to lose, but one of them has to win. So you need the Bills or Bengals. The Patriots are no joke either. I mean, you know, no, like I mean, different times they can, step, they can step up. You know, they, Bill Belichick fighting. defense. Yeah, that's eighth. all I got to say about that. They're eighth. So they're barely out of the playoffs, and they want to make a playoff run. Baltimore schedule at Pittsburgh, at Cleveland, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, and at Cincinnati. Once again, the Bengals come into play here with the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, Lamar Jackson, I don't know how long he's going to be out for, but that's not good. Well, it's see, not a good situation. I also, I don't believe in, I, I don't believe in the Ravens. But the Bengals schedule at Cleveland rivalry game at Tampa. At, so you see Tom For some Brady. reason, they can't beat Cleveland. No, by the way, no, they can't. At New England, Buffalo, then Baltimore. So okay, it's, it's tough. Don't think the Chargers or the Miami, because remember Miami could have been the one seed had they won yesterday, right? And had three losses because they have the head to head over the uh, over the uh, the Bills. At this point, the Bills have head head over Chiefs. Miami's got at the Chargers this week, so at the West Coast tough. again at Buffalo, tough. So tough. at Chargers and at Buffalo, boom, boom, are tough. Green Bay. At New England and the Jets. I mean, Green Bay could be a little spicy in New England. Like we said, you know, Bill Belichick, he comes out with those really great defensive games like 
couple times a year where they just lock somebody down and give it get a big upset, and then you know the Jets might have something big to play for in yeah. that last week, and you know maybe Miami can't really move around. I don't know, but I. I see a lot more losses on here and then go through the Chiefs real quick. Here's the Chiefs real quick. At Denver, at Houston, which is the worst team in the league. Seattle at home, okay, it's a tough opponent. Denver at home and at Vegas. So Seattle's the Chiefs the only have one. the best the best of the bunch. You're, Seattle's the only one with a winning record on that list. I'm Houston thinking the Chiefs sucks. schedule over Denver any of those. sucks. Vegas, you got their number. Vegas on any given day might be able to beat you, but not this year. Seattle, that's the game. You said Christmas Eve, right? Christmas I think Eve. it's going to be a Christmas present all the Chiefs Christmas games. present. There you go. Like, I mean, really, realistically, you look at this schedule, the way that they've played all year, 14-3. and three. That's not bad. And that should probably be enough to get you the one seed because one of these these teams are going to slip up somewhere. I would take the Chiefs schedule to all those schedules. No doubt. I mean, uh, this, is the, this is the easiest final stretch that you're going to see out of this schedule in a long time. All the tough games behind. The Kansas City Chiefs. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, everybody out there, the Chiefs Kingdom. Thanks to Nick Price producing the operation. Jay Binkley, Dusty, back tomorrow. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.